0: This is the Barbecue Central Radio Show, which is recorded live each Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Radio Show is being brought to you by The Barbecue Guru, the original creators of automatic temperature control devices, now offering four different models for you to choose from. Rest easy knowing that The Barbecue Guru is controlling your temperature so you can get on with your life. Visit BBQGuru.com or call 800-288-GURU for more information. And by Fred's Music and Tasty Licks BBQ Supply, your online barbecue and grilling superstore. From cookers to grills, wood chips and chunks, and everything in between. Also, be sure to try the Tasty Licks barbecue brand of rubs and sauces. Check Fred out online at tastylicksbbq.com. And by Stephen DeFranco Jewelers. Located in beautiful Willoughby, Ohio, Stephen DeFranco Jewelers is a family-owned and operated business looking to service the great folks of the barbecue and grilling world. Get free shipping and big discounts by mentioning my name and the term Barbecue Brother. Check out their inventory by visiting stephendefranco.com.
1: And by Butcher
0: Barbecue, with 30 years of experience in retail, wholesale, meat markets, food service, and customer service. Using that experience, everything they do and sell at Butcher's Barbecue comes from real-world knowledge. Check out their award-winning spices, sauces, marinades, and injections by visiting ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. And buy Green Mountain Grills. Discover something you'll really, really love. Grilling with pellets. Green Mountain Pellet Grills are the top of the line. Best of the best, but not the highest in price. And so be sure to check out all of their fl- flavor rubs, sauces, and pellets for the Green Mountain Grill all on their website. Visit GreenMountainGrills.com to peruse the entire product's portfolio. And by Barbecuer's Delight Wood Pellets, two-thirds oak, one-third flavor wood, giving you that perfect combination of BTU burn and sweet, succulent smoke you're looking to get all over your meat. A wide variety of flavors, so please go to the website to check it out and get yours today, Barbecuer's Delight, which is bbqrsdelight.com. And by J.P. Custom Smoke, a competitive barbecue team out of Wichita, Kansas, manufacturing the highest quality barbecue rubs on the market today. Looking to increase your competition scores? Looking to get the hearty high fives and hand class at the neighborhood barbecues? Look no further than JP Custom Smoke. In the market for a high quality offset wood burning barbecue pit, JP Custom Smoke has years of experience building high quality, fully customizable, and extremely fuel efficient barbecue pits. Visit jpcustomsmoke.com for more information. Hi, this is Bobby Rempke from Cleveland, Ohio, and you're listening to Barbecue Central.
1: So, to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Sure it's safe. Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and oh! should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea.
0: Good evening, and welcome to the really big Barbecue Central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct. From the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, rapidly becoming known as the barbecue capital of the North Coast... I am your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can do it one of two ways. It's a toll-free telephone call, 877-448-0433. You can also email the show at any point if you would like to. That is greg at Show.com. Everything else about the show can be found at the website, thebbqcentralshow.com. It's right there. If you want to use it. If not, just lay out, have some fun tonight. Always happy to provide you with the barbecue grilling entertainment of the world that has transpired over the last seven days. Here's what's happening on the show tonight. Coming up in about 13 minutes from now, Pitmaster of True Bud Barbecue, Tim Grant, will be joining us on fire. Pardon the pun. We're going to recap his big win this past weekend. And we will also talk about the season that he has been having so far in 2013 which is very impressive. 35 past the hour, Connie Rempe's Connie Recipes Corner reprises for a monthly spot. Always got some great recipes there from my mom, and they're easy to make. They are delicious, and you can also get your copy as well if you want to. Email me, just reference the date, which is April, oh, May 7th. Can you believe it's May 7th already? Cheapers creepers. So look forward to that, and then we go in the second hour. Uh, 1014, first-timer of the show, Chris Bonemeyer from Code 3 Spices. We'll be talking to him about his uh, rubs and his crusade, his passion, whatever you want to call it. Uh, We'll be talking to him at 1014 and then helping me close the show coming out of the proverbial bullpen at 1035 Scott Roberts for his monthly segment of Barbecue Sauce and Rub Reviews. All right. You're watching the show. Take some time right now. Blast off an email, make a Facebook post, get on the Twitter. Let everybody know you're watching the show right now. OutdoorCookingChannel.com is the place to go watch the video. If you have a smart device, but you don't have access to video, you can also download the TuneIn radio app and stream the show live as well. Just search Barbecue Central and it will come right up and then start streaming like crazy just on regular radio. Don't forget, you can also catch the show live on Roku as well. Go to Best Buy or any electronic store. They should carry some kind of a Roku player. Or you can buy one from Roku.com. Fun way to consume the show. And, of course, you can always watch it, uh, that being the video feed, on OutdoorCookingChannel.com as well. Also, don't forget to update the newest Flash Player version. If you can't see the show right now on Outdoor Cooking Channel, make sure that you're updated there. All right, so last week I spent some time in Cleveland West, better known as Detroit City. Stuff and I visited Red Smoke Barbecue right downtown in Detroit, uh, right by the Greek Town Hotel and Casino if people have been there before. No one knew the brand of smoker they were using in there. I sat down at the bar. I could smell some smoke. Uh, you know, Some of the food looked okay as I was perusing. And I said, hey, that lady, you happen to know what kind of cooker you're using back there? And she said, no, I don't know. And then she asked a couple other people, and they didn't know. So... I was a little taken aback by that. Typically, if you're proud of the smoker, you want everybody to know that's the face of the restaurant to know that, hey, I'm using a Southern Pride or I'm using a Fast Eddie's 750 or I'm using a Old Hickory or whatever the case may be. And look, the best thing about this meal was the fried pickles. Phenomenal. The fried pickles were really good. I got to be honest. And I don't want to say it all went downhill from there, but it was you know pretty bad. And the worst part of it was the guy next to me looked like he got a pretty good plate of brisket, which put me over the edge. I got the spare rib and brisket combo, and I posted a picture on Facebook of the brisket, and it was as dry as it comes, folks. So it didn't get any better. The ribs weren't that great. Um, the mac and cheese was actually pretty good. I'm going to politely suggest if you're in Detroit, if you're towards the Greek Town Hotel or Casino, you see red smoke, run away from that particular location. There has to be better places to eat in Detroit, and I should have really known better. You know, at this point in my life, I'm a barbecue snob. I was actually going to be pretty lenient too, but damn. That was bad, man. It was pretty bad. Alright. Also, last week, we talked to horse racing expert to the show, Harry Horse. We were talking about the lead-up to last weekend's run for the Roses, better known as the Kentucky Derby. little recap there. Orb wins the Kentucky Derby, so he'll be moving on to the Preakness. Uh, The first of three legs of the Triple Crown is down. If you remember, if you were listening to the show properly and carefully, if you were actively listening, like they teach us in sales, he was part of the trifecta that Harry gave us last week. Verrazano was nowhere to be found. I think he's still running. Finished 14th overall, but... Normandy Invasion finished a very respectable fourth place, came charging late, so almost two-thirds of that trifecta ticket that Harry told us to get down on came in. Hopefully, better luck will find us in a few weeks at the Preakness. But more importantly than that, we hope that Orb, ooh, with every fiber of my horse race being, we hope that Orb, uh, Orb, Orb wins going away as he did this past weekend for the upcoming Preakness. Of course, we'll have Harry back on a week- from tonight to give us a little lead up to the Preakness that will be happening uh, one week's time from Saturday so looking forward to that I think I might have started a little brouhaha not intentionally but I might be known to a needle or stir the pot a little bit I mean that's not really me but you know what can I tell you Who has the most popular barbecue and grilling website? Now, all of you are writing it down. You're writing an instant chat. Meathead, Meathead, AmazingRibs.com. Meathead, according to some, not anywhere near the most popular barbecue and grilling website, at least according to reports from Experian Hitwise. The most popular site for barbecue and grilling, according to Experian Hitwise bbq.about.com. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who bbq.about.com's website is? He's a monthly guest here as well, just like Meathead Derek Riches. Oh, watch out. Amazing Ribs, according to this particular report, rated 12th overall. Of course, that has not set well with our resident barbecue expert, Meathead Goldwyn, and he is giving me any number of facts and statistics, Uh, imperial data to prove otherwise, which, you know, in the spirit of fairness, I haven't got a dog in this fight, right? Uh, bbq.about.com, amazingribs.com, here's what I know. As it relates to this show and the quality of both guests that these two bring to the table each and every month, whoever the real most popular website doesn't mean jack. Squat to me. Get that big stuff out of here. You want to know why? Because I have them both on this show every month. Winner! You go ahead and be the most popular website, or you go ahead and be the most popular website when it comes to barbecue and grilling. Look, I understand. You know, these two guys uh, want to be the leader when it comes to returns in the Googles or the Yahoo's. Is Ask G still around? It might just be ask.com, right? I think about.com is kind of like a search engine type thing, right? I don't know, but I can tell you this. If Derek has the most popular barbecue and grilling website, that's great. He's on the show once a month. If Meathead has the most popular barbecue and grilling website uh, over everybody else, that's great. You want to know why? He's on the show every month. By the way, just for fun, because I know you're all wondering. The Barbecue Central show website ranked 745,876 out of infinity. Uh Google page ranks just answers back with a laugh when asked uh, where the Barbecue Central ranks amongst barbecue and grilling websites. That's why I drove to work in an $85,000 BMW and you drove to work in a Yugo. That's who I am. That's my name. That's right. All right. So, and look, uh, I got on more. I subscribe to the Google Alerts. Do you subscribe to Google Alerts? I have uh, alerted once a day on anything that has BBQ in it. And uh, those numbers from BBQ.about.com showed up more than once. Uh, This was a press release given. So, uh, look, again, I don't care who has the the bigger, badder website. I just appreciate the fact that they take time out of their busy schedules to be on this show once a week. What could be better than that? I don't know. Uh, Tim Grant coming up here in just a minute. We also have uh, four giveaways tonight if you're interested in winning free stuff. I know you are. I know I am. Here's something else I know. Fellas, Uh, in case you didn't know, because I know some of you are slacking. Mother's Day this coming Sunday. Yeah. Less than a week away. What have you done? Have I set the alarms off? Are you now scrambling for thoughts, ideas? I have you covered. This is the time that you will heed my advice and call and or go to stephendefranco.com, barbecue jeweler to the stars, jeweler to the barbecue, whatever, stephendefranco.com, that's D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O, stephendefranco.com, or you can call them uh, 440-943-2700. Uh, if you're somebody like me who's not going to even bother perusing websites, I'm going to call Steve right up directly at that 440 943 2700 and say, Hey, Steve, I've kind of screwed the pooch on this one. I've screwed it up a number of years in a row, and I need your best suggestion on how to get me out of the couch, back into the bedroom for a little boom boom time for Mother's Day, if you know what I mean. And he's going to take it from there. He's going to give you a number of different options. Could be a watch, could be a necklace, could be an anklet. Could be a tennis bracelet, could be diamond earrings or gold earrings or Venetian glass, could be a high fashion wood bowl. I mean, who knows what he has going on? One of those uh, Pandora style bracelets, I believe uh, he carries the Camille brand. Any number of options. Say, Steve, here's the budget I'm looking at. Here's what I'm hoping to do. And watch him feed you information that will dazzle and boggle the mind. And he's not looking to upsell you. He wants to make sure that he is hitting exactly where you are in the budget and exactly what you're trying to get across, you know, materially to your wife, mother, you know, whatever the case may be. But don't mess it up this year, guys. StephenDefranco.com. That's D-I-F-R-A-N-C-O. StephenDefranco.com. Or better yet, just call 440-943-2700. That's 440-943-2700. Ask for Steve. Just like always, once he gets on the phone, tell him you listen to the show, you hear about the reads every week, that you want the barbecue brother and sister discount. Well, the sisters probably aren't. Well, sisters might be called. But you want the discount, and watch the hookup from there. But again, class information, and he's not just going to be looking to push the most expensive item on you, which is key. It's key in my case. When I'm looking to spend my money, I don't want to feel like I'm getting you know, the one-soap I want to feel like I'm going on a sit, if you know what I mean. 440-943-2700, stephendefranco.com. We're going to be coming back with Tim Grant of True Bud Barbecue. Also, a number of giveaways this evening as well, so get your fat fingers ready for those. You are listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Radio Networks. That's the phone number. Also, you can email the show at any point, greg at com. if you want to jump in. Connie's Recipe Corner coming up after my chat with Tim Grant from Truebud Barbecue. Uh, Barbecue. My first guest tonight, already having quite a year, won five of the nine events that the team has cooked in, including a three-event win streak that they are currently riding. They are ranked second overall for KCBS Team of the Year, points race in this early part of the season. Let's go ahead and a race over the hotline and welcome back friend of the show tim grant from true bud barbecue tim how are you buddy
1: doing great greg doing great good i'm uh,
0: glad you made some time out here for the show tonight tim always appreciate the fact that you come on and talk about all the good things that you're into in the world of barbecue you know a lot to get into tonight tim but not the least of which was the event this past weekend in saint charles missouri you win the Sam's Club Local Qualifier, so you punch your ticket to go to that regional round in Midwest City, Oklahoma this coming October. There was a lot of good teams there, for sure. How did the cook come off for you guys in a general sense? Were you happy with it? Were there some things that you had to contend with that you didn't anticipate?
1: Well, um, when we got to St. Charles, it was raining like uh, crazy. I mean, it rained all day Friday, and it uh, kind of put a damper on things. I mean, it was you know, anytime you go to a contest, you got to stay in your RV or your camper. It's kind of you know, bums you out a little bit, but uh, you know, it just rained clear probably up to midnight, I'd say uh, Saturday morning, and uh, um, so it was very damp, and uh, you know, didn't have a lot of teams that got around to chat, you know, it did start sunshining a little bit in the afternoon on Saturday, but um, you know, we've we've been cooking in all the uh, um, all different types of weather um, this year, we've been clear down in Phoenix, and Carney, Nebraska, where it's fleeted on us, so um, we were kind of prepared for it. I mean we're, the elements really don't affect us too much so uh, but it is a little bit different atmosphere when you go into it and it's not uh, you know nice and warm and and stuff out. so you know I guess that's the thing that we really had to deal with.
0: you know Tim, I, I didn't anticipate asking this question, but you brought up the weather and you know you've you've competed in different weather types during your competition seasonings. How do you how do you have to adjust for rain or for colder weather or because of the cooker that you're using? Is it not that big of an adjustment for you?
1: Well, I know people out there will tell you, you know, I you know I cook on a jambo, and lots of people will say weather doesn't matter on whatever cooker you're cooking on. But you know, it really the truth of the matter is that it does. You know, there's you know it depends on the you know your your pressure in the air or uh you know if it's damp out or if it's hot you know it's really gonna adjust the time when stuff gets done how fast it cooks and and i've I've experienced a lot uh a lot of those things um you know so it's just uh you gotta take that into perspective and and uh it 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 does really uh um, affect your cook so um, you know, we just plan for it, you know, and one of the things that uh you know, you told, you had mentioned when I came on, five and nine contests, you know, we're really we're really smoking this year. And uh one of the things that I'm um I've really buckled down on is just taking notes and and, and I've always been a note taker but I've always I, I'm I've basically been writing down information as far as, you know, what the temperature is and what it's doing outside and And I, you know, I'm, I'm an engineer by trade and it's just something that I do. And, you know, I, I go into my barbecue, um, you know, and look at the same thing, you know, just look at all the facts and figure out, you know, what needs, what's going to take require more time, what's going to take less time. And, and that's really paying off for us this year. You know, we're really, we're we're really flatlining it. We're really turning into a very consistent team
0: tim grant from true bud barbecue joining me here on the show true bud that's t-r-u-e-b-u-d true bud bbq.com is the website if you want to check them out learn a little bit more about the team you know as we look at the individual categories from this past weekend tim uh, chicken fourth place you win ribs take a third overall in pork second and brisket i mean no less than fourth overall in all four meats so i mean you really hit them hard plus with the winning ribs uh, i mean were you pretty satisfied with how those meats turned out for you
1: I mean, you know, you you know four calls in in a contest like that, you know, what the first, second, third and the fourth, you know, who wouldn't take that every contest, right? So, um, you know, we you know, we're on a we're cooking on a new trailer. Um, you know, we got a new Jambo and a new uh trailer made by Trailer Innovations out of Des Moines and uh, you know, this thing is just uh, you know, it's we got a full kitchen inside and you know, the old trailer we had to pull our jambo in and out of, and it was just kind of a, uh, you know, when you're cooking every weekend, you got to make it um, convenient, you know, and easy for you. And that was, that was my goal by getting this new trailer. And, uh, you know, we pull in and, uh, level it and, you know, I sit back and relax and and that jambo is just hitting on all cylinders. I mean, it's just delivering what, what I really expected it to. And, and, you know, I would say, uh, you know, we did fairly well in the last couple of years. And I would say the last couple of years, the difference from those years versus this year is I would go into those contests and and my chicken and ribs were just, I was nailing those two. And then I was kind of following up on the pork and the brisket. And I would just pray to God that I was far enough ahead of people in chicken and ribs <laughs> that I could kind of coast to a win. And, uh, you know, I've really fine tuned my pork and my brisket and, uh, um, you know they're just they're hitting they're they're hitting just as well so you know if you can if you can turn everything consistently then you know that's what's going to happen so you just you know you got to get lucky too right so you know we're hitting the right tables I'm um, you know we I feel like we're really putting out some good food and uh um you know I'm I'm trying some new things and I've I've really I've really found a winner in that pork and the brisket I think to help me uh put the finishing touches on on what I I think I didn't have maybe a couple of years ago.
0: You know, it's funny you mention about, you know, hitting tables. I actually have a, a whole question that I'm going to be asking mm-hmm. you here a little bit later on that. Um, as far as the the contest that took place this past weekend, you know, you really seem to be battling it out with Darren Worth from Iowa's Smokey D's kind of nip and tuck there. In the end, Chicken looked like it ended up killing him there after your brisket call and the fact that you were called no lower than fourth overall like I had mentioned just a bit ago, did you think you had this one wrapped up before the overalls were called out?
1: Well, I mean, you know, I, I did. I mean, you know, I with no one had the calls that I got there. I mean, you know, Darren had um, some really good calls, but, you know, he had won brisket and, uh, but, uh, I mean, no, you know, no one had those, you know, top four calls. Like, and he... You know, a lot of times you have to, you know, you wonder. But this was one, I guess, that I really didn't wonder, I guess. I, I We felt like we had we had it wrapped up.
0: Well, it's finally refreshing, uh, and I've only been doing the show for six years where I've asked that question, and inevitably everybody's always said, no, you know, I don't want to think that, or I would never say that out loud because I, I think pitmasters are some of the most superstitious people I've ever met aside from baseball players and jockeys. And, uh, you know, nobody ever seems to want to think, yeah, well, I mean, this was our day. We cooked our asses off. The judges liked it, and we feel really good before the overalls are called out. So it's kind of refreshing for you to actually say that and uh, for it to go over air. You know, in regards to the same. I mean, go ahead, Tim.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just. I, I was just gonna just. I mean. You know, there's there's times that uh, you think you, I would, I would say, you know, the opposite of that. You know, you just don't know, you know, because it always depends on, you know, you may have got first in a couple of events, but you don't know how far that second place um, team is behind you. So I definitely can understand, you know, that point of view as well.
0: Tim Grant joining us here on the show. What do you think about this Sam's Club series? Is it something that you took into consideration to plan your season around, or is it one of those things where if it fits in, it fits, and if it doesn't, no big deal?
1: I'm a big Sam's Club fan. I mean, uh, you know, I was uh, out of two years, you know, I guess the third three years ago, they had, I would say a miniature, uh, but it really wasn't what it is today, but um, the last two years, um, you know, we've made it to the finals, you know, both years, and and, uh, you know, I, I love that series. It's just, uh, it's kind of a, you know, cook to advance type of atmosphere. I think it brings more competitiveness to the, to the sport. Um, so it's just, it's just fun to know that, you know, you got to go in there and you got to deliver because, you know, only the top six are coming out of here. And, uh, um, you know, to me, that's, that's, I'm very competitive. You know, that's why I do this um, to the degree that I do. Um, you know I want to be the best at it so it's just that uh, um, you know personally that's uh, you know I'm going to do the Sam's Club every year I'm going to fit that into my schedule I'm going to schedule other contests around it Um, you know that the Jack uh, you know the American Royal you know those are the elite uh, elite contests that you uh, you the invitational you want to make it to so I consider the Sam's Club you know right up there.
0: All right, Tim so let me ask you the tough question here and aside from the answer of both would you rather win Team of the Year for KCBS, or would you rather be the outright winner for the Sam's Club series in the end?
1: That is a tough question. Um,
0: I know which one I would want.
1: I would probably, I, I would rather win Team of the Year.
0: What? You're kidding me.
1: Get that big stuff out of here.
0: You can win money at Sam's Club. You don't win any money being Team of the Year, Tim.
1: Well, let me tell you a little <laughs> secret. That in case the rest of if the other teams out there think they're cooking for money, They got a different, you know, they got something coming because, you know, you're not going to, you know, we competitively, you know, we're in the top, you know, top 10 team of the year. I mean, we win money, but you definitely don't win money, you know, to, to, you know, feed this hobby. It's, it's not uh, something that you're going to do. So, you know, I just think, uh, you know, winning team of the year would be bigger for me because I'm definitely not in this to the money.
0: Is, you bring up a great point and I've talked to some other pitmasters about it because I think at least for the people that might be from the outside looking in that don't study it I mean I have to study it because I you know I'm interviewing you guys so I need to kind of know what I'm talking about but for the other people just kind of follow it you know week here a week there and they see you know pretty decent payout and Sam's pay is pretty good especially if you win the whole thing I mean you're in a, you know a decent amount of money there but overall yeah. with expenses with entry fees with meat with fuel with all this other stuff do you know any teams that are making money and, and like living off of competition barbecue or is that just a fallacy? Uh,
1: I I highly I don't believe that. I mean, you know, if you hit if you hit certain contests, if you were to win the invitational or the in the you know, the Sam's Club, you know, like Tippy did a couple of years a, a couple of years ago, you know, that's the only team that I could ever see okay, he made money that year because he mailed those two contests. But, you know, and now the Sam's Club is $50,000 to the winner. But, you know, Uncle Sam comes in and he gets half of that. <laughs> so, you know, um, what I spend in briskets a year, you know, that's, uh, you know, I spend about ten grand in, in brisket a year. Wow. You know, I buy a new trailer. You know, I buy this. I buy that. You know, I always find something to buy. So, you know, for me personally, you know, I don't think I'm, you know, unless I'm uh, um you know, getting into whatever, you know, sell, you know, you can't even sell seasoning and sauce to make money. You know, I've got great friends that do it and, you know, they're thinking about getting out of it because it's just more of a pain in the butt. So, you know, it's just a, it's a difficult business. Um, You know, I think there's some, there's some people that can really do it right that, that they can make some money, but, you know, is it? A, you know, I don't think that I could ever make enough money at it just to do it. You know, maybe when I'm retired, am I going to be? You know, would that be my hobby? You know, I think it's always just a hobby.
0: There you go, Tim Grant joining us here on the show. TruebudBBQ.com dot is his website. You know, I've talked to, uh, or at least I've talked a bit about how this series is a bit easier to handle for teams. You know, like yourself, like a Truebud who will be out any number of times competing prior to the regional final. So, your consistency, your process will be honed and refined by the time you get there in October, but it's going to be more of a task for the folks who qualified this weekend, but you know maybe they're only going to do two or three more contests prior to October. Do you agree with that? take the teams that are out there doing it more have a better shot at advancing into the finals?
1: um I think you know that's, I think so, but there's also something to that, so um it depends on how disciplined you are because I think. You know, we we started out hot last year, and then we went on some 20-run, you know. I could go into a contest, and, and, you know, I went on, I think it was 20-some contests with, like, seconds and thirds, and, and just with no win. And, you know, I just, when I started this year, I really analyzed what I was doing. And it was just like I had found that, you know, I thought, okay, I'm going to make this little change. And you make little changes, and you don't even know you're making the changes. And then they start being you know, that, that starts to be part of your ritual. So, um, you know, I don't know. You have to be careful. Um, you have to be a great cook and, you know, you can make changes, but you have to know when those changes aren't good. And, uh, you know, I think that's always tough for everybody. And I also think that, you know, if something's not hitting, you got to try to find something that will hit. And I think a lot of people don't try that either. You know, they're, they're, uh, I know a lot of great cooks, you know, that used to be good cooks, and they're they're still cooking the same thing. So, um, you know, is that going to hit every time? You know, it's not. And I think they just um, wonder, well, you know, what's wrong, but they don't do anything about it. So, you know, I guess there's a a little bit um, on both sides of that. Um, You know, if you cook every weekend, you can stay sharp, stay consistent, but you have to be disciplined. You know, if you only took two or three contests a, a year, you know, I think you will have a harder chance, you know, come October when you get in the finals if you're going to be up on the podium.
0: All right, so let me switch it up here a bit for the next few minutes while I uh, still have some time, Tim. You know, you, you've you been having a very good 2013, as we have alluded to a little bit earlier. Uh, you're better than a 50% win average at this point, five out of nine uh, winning the last three in a row did you make any significant changes to any of your processes at the end of last season, or are you pretty much, you know, running the same flavors as you did then? And it is, as you said earlier, this diligence on note-taking and, and being very specific on what you're writing down and then looking back and referring
3: to that.
1: No, I've, I've made some, ch- I've made changes. Um, I've got, uh, I've got a great sponsor, um, um, you know, a, if you're familiar with Big Papa Smokers, but uh, he's created like a an elite team that uh, is, is going for points and the winner is, you know, going to be uh, um, getting a contribution toward a kid's charity and, and there's just a lot of things going on. And, and a lot of his products that he has, um, I have really, um, you know, um, found a way to, you know, put them into, into what I'm cooking and just make my things better. And, and, and I guess it's just searching for, you know, not what everyone else is doing, you know, trying to find great products, trying to find great rubs, sauces, you know, and, and I've, uh, I've fine tuned the sauces that I make just to, you know, to give them an, what I feel is a better, a better edge, you know, that, that people aren't used to have, you know, trying or using. And, and uh, you know, it's just been my trial and error. You know, I, I, uh, this year I completely, I tried a new chicken recipe and, I think I got 23rd out of 30 some, you know, and, and, you know, I wanted to beat my head on that, you know, as it was one of those, you know, under the tent moments, you know, well, I think this will be good. You know, just trying to, and that's discipline, you know, even, you know, everyone can fail at that at times. So it's just, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, practicing and, you know, fine tuning and, and I, I have uh, changed my flavors a little bit, but uh, you
0: know, I talk to pitmasters every week here, and we talk about contests. Typically, talk gets to the judges, and I routine, I routinely hear this hitting the right table. So this is the question I was alluding to because you kind of mentioned it earlier. Is there really something to that? I mean, do you have if you did everything right, like it seems you did? Do you still have to hit a right table? And that seems like the biggest gamble of the whole weekend, or is that more of a
1: myth? You know it's it's that's that's the biggest disappointment for me in KCBS. They have the correct, they, they're basically with their new scoring system, they could make it. so this is so much easier um, you know, to place the judges at the right table. Currently, you know, with the scoring system, you know, you know, they bring the judges in, they set them at tables. You know, if you get a bunch of low-scoring judges at a table, or if you, or the, even the opposite way, if you get a bunch of high-scoring judges on the same table, you can, you can uh, take a team completely out of play, or you know, propel a team clear to the front. So, um, you know, what they really need to do, and you know, this is just a suggestion, but you know, start tracking the judges. You know, a lot of I've heard a lot of complaints. Well, you know, we had a bunch of low-scoring judges. Well, actually, low-scoring judges isn't terrible if you actually prioritize them or, or sat them, you know, you know, at each table. So, you know, if you kept track of what the judges, you know, score, which they can with this new scoring system, as the judges come in, they already have assigned seats. You know, you have an average as a judge. If you consistently score 8.7, you know, you set in seat A. If you consistently score 7.3, well then you go in seat B. You know, you could you could set it up where it's at least it may not be perfect, but it's completely better than what it is today. And that it is um, unfortunate, you know, as for as much as us cooks are spending and the dedication that we're putting into this. Yeah. I mean, you know, all the trailers we're buying, all the meat that we're buying. You know, I can't tell you, I could. You know, we're spending an and just an astronomical amount of money and meat, seasoning, sauces, time, energy. And then, you know, it's really disappointing when you go in and something like that happens. So, that, you know, that's the biggest piece that I think is missing in KCBS is, you know, getting it to the point where it is more consistent from from the judging standpoint.
0: Tim, where are you guys going to be at next?
1: Uh, we're headed to Lawrence, Kansas. It's basically our backyard. So um, we're going to be, uh, be out there this weekend.
0: All right. Uh, the team will be shooting for four in a row should be a cinch you're on the show today so i mean you might as well not even show up and just mail in the uh mail in the turn-ins uh, through the post office uh because the karma oh, is with so. of course don't even think twice about it tim uh tim is the pitmaster of true bud barbecue currently ranked second overall in the kcbs team of the year race and winner of three straight events going for number four this weekend in lawrence kansas tim always appreciate the time thanks for coming on tonight
1: thanks a lot greg appreciate it you
0: got it there he is tim grant TrueBud TrueBudBBQ.com if you want to learn a little bit more about him. Uh-oh. Oh, no. My battery's going on my earpiece. What am I going to do? All right. might have to modify with the cans. That's going to look stupid. Uh, folks, let me talk to you for a few minutes about the longest-running sponsor of the show, Located in Warminster, Pennsylvania. Oh, boy. I can't hear myself. Hold on one sec. All right. There we go. at the old school with the cans there. This doesn't work when you don't change the batteries. Now... Let me talk to you quickly about the Barbecue Guru, the creators of automatic pit temperature control technology. Look, if you're a busy working professional, perhaps you are constantly on the run with the kids doing errands. Quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around and tend pit temperatures. Barbecue Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs, whatever it is that you're off to do. What you need to get done and the Guru maintains the pit temperature you set it at. number of different models to choose from, of course. The most popular one is the CyberQ Wi-Fi, which can patch right into a uh, hot spot, and then you don't even have to leave the comfort of your own bed. Check out your pit temperature up to three different meat probes. You can see exactly where you're at, make the adjustments on the fly on your smart device, computer, netbook, you name it, you can do it. If you're in the market for a cooker, Onyx Oven. Winning on the competition circuit as well as in the backyards all over the country. Fully insulated, holds a ton of meat. Accommodates half and full pans for food service and works seamlessly with any of the barbecue poo guru pit temperature devices. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to TheBBQGuru.com. Check out all the products. If you have any questions about what to order, call them directly, 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need right out of the box. 800-288-GURU or TheBBQGuru.com. All right, we're going to do a giveaway just for the Roku people here, ladies and gentlemen, coming up. Stick around. We'll be right back. The time on show when we give, give, give stuff away, gonna give it
4: away for free at no cost. So get ready to send an email right, 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 right now.
0: All right, you can win an ebook from the guys over at Hot Grill on Grill Action—not Girl on Grill on Grill Action—the book on competition barbecue free tonight to a lucky winner. That's watching on Roku. If you're watching on Roku right now, take a picture of me, and I can tell because I have cans on tonight, so don't cheat. Uh, take a picture of the TV screen, send me a picture. Greg at the BBQ Guru. Really? Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. and you can win the copy of the ebook, The Book on Competition Barbecue. Visit bbqrevolution.com for your own copy. And uh, the first Roku winner, or the first Roku person in with a picture of me attached to the email, will win that ebook. Good luck.
2: Get in the smoke. Call 877 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rempy. All right, we are back.
0: Let's go! Thanks again to Tim Grant from True Bud Barbecue. There's got to be some Roku people out there that want to win, right? Of course. All right, uh, joining me for a monthly segment You Know or Your Lover, one of the most popular segments on the show that has been reprised uh, starting last month where you race over the hotline. And welcome back, my mommy. Tom Grampy joining me here on the show. How are you? Mom?
4: Great, Greg. How are you?
0: Good. Let me. Uh, I gotta get this picture all set up here, and there you are. That's uh, that's my mom right there for the people watching on the computer screens, small on the Roku in full high definition splendor, of course. Mom, what's up?
4: Well, Greg, uh, tonight we're doing uh, as the appetizer, Whoa. the crab crab cake. Hush
0: puppies. It almost sounds like it's two appetizers in one. I mean, I think you go to some—if I'm not mistaken—some of the most popular barbecue places on the history of the world serve hush puppies, and of course, yes. uh, you know I love crab. Becky loves crab cakes, especially when we're out. We typically will rank how good a restaurant is by how good their crab cakes are. This is almost like you're mashing. Two, it's like a mashup.
4: That is absolutely the way it is. All right. So
0: tell me about this thing.
4: Okay. um, It's um, really easy and absolutely delicious. And you know what, Greg? This would probably go really well with one of your famous cocktails that you do. Which one? Well, you know what? Maybe you should try, as your sister has just started liking, a Gin rickey, This might be something starting in the summer season that you might want to try
0: gin ricky?
4: A gin ricky.
0: Sounds like a guy that lives down the street from
4: me. Maybe. But anyhow, um, getting back to the recipe. Um, In a bowl, you're just going to mix together, starting with the batter, um, self-rising cornmeal mix. All right. And uh, self-rising flour. And then you're going to mix in with that some green onion, chopped up, and some red bell pepper a little sugar and salt and to that mixture you're going to add your fresh crab meat now you can use a canned crab and you know it's okay in a pinch but the, the fresh is really better we're getting
0: into and, a weird scenario because some people buy that lump uh, Kendall crab meat that's not really know. crab
4: meat I I mean it's Uh-oh. it's not not as good but you know if, if that's Uh-oh. all you have Better than nothing. Right. And you just want to kind of make sure that you pick through that because sometimes there's little shell pieces in there. So you don't, you know, that's not as good to eat. So um, to that, then you're going to add an egg and some beer.
0: Oh, and okay. So look, beer is wide and sweeping these days. Beer nerds are <laughs> abound like barbecue snobs. So is it Pilsner? Is it lager? Is it darker? Where are we at on beer for this? Because I have to imagine if you get too snobby, you might throw the whole flavor profile off.
4: You know, it really, I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. I think the best thing is whatever you have in your refrigerator and you like to drink is going to be good in this.
0: Are you saying I like to drink? (laughs) (laughs) I do. I'll admit it.
4: I'd say most refrigerators should have some sort of beer in there. At least. So that's all I'm, I'm going to say on that. Right. So, Agreed. Yeah. So anyhow, um, you're going to add the beer and just stir it until it's just moistened. You don't want to overdo that. And let it sit for about 10 minutes uh, while you're letting that sit. You're going to grab a a Dutch oven or some heavy pot that you have to put in your oil that you're going to deep fry these in. And um, when the oil gets heated up to about 360 degrees, you're going to add about a tablespoonful of the batter into the uh, deep fryer. And uh, you're going to cook those for about two to three minutes, uh, flipping them over once until they're nice golden browned. And uh, just drain them on a paper towel, hit them with a little uh, salt. And uh, then you're going to make a dipping sauce to dip those little tasty nuggets into. Right. Um, you can use whatever you like. Um, my dipping sauce that I prefer is made from mayonnaise and ketchup a little cajun seasoning to give it a little kick of spice uh some lemon juice uh horseradish and you can add i use probably almost a tablespoon and a half but you know add whatever you like to it uh, to your taste and uh, some paprika just uh, stir it all together and it's best if you can let it sit for about a half an hour or so all those flavors meld together yeah. and uh, it, you know if, if you want you can use like a cocktail sauce or the traditional tartar sauce but uh, you know, they're really good and they, they fly off the plate
0: let me, ask you, uh, let me ask you this question I had uh, Sam Zion better known as Sam the cooking guy on last week and we were talking somehow we got on mayo and he said have you ever tried Cupy mayo and i said no and he sent immediately sent me out a bottle of Cupy mayo and i haven't tried it yet is this something that you've tried i guess it's like either a, ch- a ch- or asian uh style with with the yolks type of uh, mayo have you ever tried anything like that
4: i must say i've never heard of it no no. Yeah. Is it something that's in with the, in the mayonnaise section, I'm or is sure it in an Asian to, section? I'm
0: sure you have to go to an Asian market.
4: Huh. I, have, I must say I've never but heard
0: of it. If you read it, it would say, like, K-E-W, Q-P-I, but it's called Q-P-I. Huh. I'll send you a link on the Amazon. You can order it up, taste test it, and see what you think.
4: Do that. As a matter I of fact,
0: I, uh, I will order you a bottle for uh, Mother's Day. How about that? Fabulous. That would be
4: awesome. Yes, mayo thank on you. mayo. It's
0: way for Mother's Day for you to try. All right, so uh, we have the crab cakes and hush puppies all together, and then we all move together. on to the main course, which I'm always excited about,
4: which is a slow cooked or crock pot uh, beef minestrone soup.
0: Ooh, delicious!
4: And I don't think I have done a soup before or used a crock pot, so this time we're kind of going to roll those uh, two in together. And um, what you're going to do first is have your crock pot handy, get out a sauté pan, and you're going to use a, a boneless chuck roast. And you want to cut that into about one inch cubes, dust it with a little flour and salt and pepper, and then you're going to add that to your sauté pan and cook it until they're nicely browned. takes about 10 minutes or so. Then uh, put that into your crock pot. And in that same pan, you're going to add uh, chunks of your vegetables. So you're going to have celery and carrots that you're going to chunk into nice pieces and a medium on- onion that you're, you know, cut, leave them into good size pieces because after they've cooked for all day, you don't want them melting down to nothingness in your crock pot. And um, then put that uh, in your saute pan after you've taken out the, the meat, um, Re-sauté that uh, for about three minutes or so until they start to get a little soft. And then just put that back into the crock pot with your meat. And to that, you're going to add uh, a can of beef broth and a small can of diced Tomatoes And then a large can of crushed tomatoes, and you're going to cook that um, in your crock pot for about four and a half to six hours on uh, high, or eight to 10 hours on low. Okay. And, and um, towards the end, when you're almost done to about maybe 45 minutes uh, till completion, you're going to add a um, little pasta which I usually use the diddolini, which are little little bitty tubes, uh, and I use the cannellini beans. Uh, you're going to put that in just about 45 minutes until it's done uh, so you're not cooking them all day and they disintegrate. I know the and initially called for garbanzo beans, Ugh. but, uh, yeah. I mean, they're just a hard Worst thing ever. I'm not
0: looking to eat hummus with my minestrone.
4: Well, it, well, they, and they just never get anything. They're not a smooth or creamy bean. They're just hard, and to me, they're no good.
0: Plus, when I was growing so, up in Sarat, in the mean streets of Saratoga Springs, New York, there were dudes. That, was it was at Romans Italian Market. Is it Romans? Roma? Yeah, Romans. Those bastards tried to give me uh, candy-covered chickpeas. Forget it. <laughs> I'm not falling for your trick, you bastard.
4: Well, maybe that was the only bad thing that came out of that store because well, that was That's the one wonderful.
0: searing memory that I have going into that place.
4: Well, I think your other memory of that was also you hated the smell of it because it had that wonderful smell of Parmesan cheese oh, and yes. a really strong, pungent smells that were wonderful.
0: I've grown to, an to an adult, love that smell.
4: Not not so good for probably a little kid. I but, guess. Uh,
0: and not yeah. candy-covered chickpeas. Those are the worst.
4: <laughs> well, I really can't imagine that tasting any good, for sure. All right. Yes. So anyhow, getting back to our crock pot, um, in the last couple of minutes, you're going to add a small bag of spinach because that just needs to wilt down a little bit. And uh, basically, you are done. So when I make this, I usually make it on a day that I'm going to go to work, and I put it all together the night before. So in the morning before I head out, I just turn it on, and when I get home, it's basically done. So, you know, it's a it's a great meal. It smells good for Dad, who's usually home smelling it all day. You know, he, he loves it, and I serve it with a tossed salad and some nice garlic bread, which is, you know, always good.
0: Absolutely. So that's the minestrone soup and the crockpot. And then finishing it off tonight, we have a key lime pie, which I may or may not be a fan of.
4: No? Do you not like uh, lemon?
0: Well, I mean, I like lemon. I don't know. I've just... It's never put me over the moon, like a lemon meringue pie, if you would know what I mean.
4: But you prefer a lemon meringue
0: pie? Yes, you would know that.
4: Oh, I, you used to eat the whole... A I banana know. cream pie used to oh, be your favorite.
0: I, it, that is by far my... But if we're talking about like key lime or lemon meringue, it's always lemon meringue for me.
4: Okay. Well, you know, this is maybe a little tartar. All right. Um, but I would say give it a try because you'd probably like it. But it's going to start out... Traditionally, you know, using your graham cracker crust, uh, all the usual ingredients, your uh, graham crackers, sugar and butter. You're just going to crush the crackers and mix it all together and press it into a nine-inch pie plate. And um, then you're going to make your filling, which is uh, you're going to beat it in a a large bowl. Uh, Your egg yolks, uh, some sweetened condensed milk, and you're going to start beating it until – it's going to take about three to five minutes, making sure it all gets fluffy and light. You're going to start with the egg yolks, and then you're going to put in the condensed milk, continue beating it, and then at the very end, you're going to add your lime juice and your, uh, your zest, which really, to me, gives it that nice tart taste, which is I love. Right. You just when you're, when you're zesting the lime, you just want to make sure that you don't zest into the white part, which is pithy and it's uh, bitter. So um, you're going to add the filling into the pie crust and uh, pop it into the oven for about 10 minutes at 350. And uh, when it's done, cool it completely, and then you're going to top it off with some whipped cream, which, you know... What's better than whipped cream to top off a pie? Um, I usually, because I like it to look pretty, um, I pipe the uh, whipped cream on little mounds all the way around the edge of the pie, and then put slices of lime that I cut on the very edge so I can twist it, and then put a twist of lime on each one of the whipped cream mounds, and it looks oh, it more. looks really pretty.
0: Absolutely. Well, it sounds it sounds you've. You've tripped my fancy, so I might actually have to, to give it a try. As much as I seem to despise the key lime, I might, I might have to want to try it.
4: Well, and you don't have to use actually a key lime. If you can't find a key lime, you know, there are little small ones, and a lot of people don't want to bother squeezing a little one and not getting a lot of juice. Uh, you can use a regular lime. Can
0: I use a cleave lime pie? <laughs> Hello. Thank you. I'll be here all week.
4: Yes, that's good.
0: All right, so for a quick review, we have a crab cake hush puppies for the appetizer. Then the main course was slow-cooked beef minestrone soup, which you're going to be putting in your crock pot, and then topping it off with a key lime pie. Sounds like another great lineup tonight.
4: Well, thank you. Yes, it is quite delicious. I suggest you give it a try.
0: Absolutely. This weekend, too, at least in Cleveland, it plans to rain, of course, because that's what it does six days out of the week. And uh, uh, if you are interested, email me, Greg, at com. Reference uh, tonight's date, which is May 7th, and I will shoot them out to you. Mom, always appreciate the time. We'll look for you again next month.
4: All right, Greg. Thank right. you. Well, always a pleasure. You
0: got it. There she is. It's my mom. Happy Mother's Day to her coming up on Sunday. That's right. You want your recipes? Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Again, that's uh, Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Give me one second here while I set up for the next guest. Look at that. Didn't even, you didn't see that. Didn't see it. All right, folks, if you're anything like me, you're always looking to step the barbecue and grilling gang up six, seven notches. What's an easy way to do that? I'm glad you asked because I'm here to help. Maybe a little guy by the name of Dave Boska from Butcher Barbecue. Yeah. Uh, look, he's uh, winning on the competition circuit. Uh, he did so uh, this month, uh, this month. Uh, this past weekend, taking a grand championship and the newest member of the 700-plus club. That's right. His score totaled over 700 points, which is very hard to do. Although you know, our... You're seeing a lot of high scores over the past 12 months or so. But few higher than that. Dave doing extremely well in the competition circuit. it's no wonder. and He's got those injections that everybody knows about. The pork, the beef, and now that prime injection, of course, which has combined all the things loved from their beef injection. Using its award-winning flavor enhancers and its ability to keep your brisket juicy, they have combined it with what has become the competition standard in beef flavor. Available for sale right now at ButcherBBQ.com. Now, perhaps you're looking for a go-to rubber sauce. Don't worry. You've hit the mother load here as well. Butcher's Barbecue has a full line of award-winning rubs and sauces. You know, that sauce, by the way, the sweet barbecue sauce, one of my personal favorites. Looks, when it comes to sauce, I'm as picky as it gets. I think we can all agree on that. Butcher's Sweet Sauce wins in every category for me. Not overly sweet. A nice slice of tang. And just the right amount of back-end heat. For crying out loud, no liquid smoke. Dave took the time and effort to make a quality sauce. And he didn't take the easy way out like most people do when they add that devil's urine, better known as liquid smoke. Take my advice on this. If you don't listen to me all night, take my advice on this. Order six bottles of this sauce. It's going to go fast. And no worries on this breaking the bank when it comes to shipping either. Items totaling up to 55 bucks Ship at $8.50. At 55 to 200 bucks, ship at $9.75, and anything over $200 ships for free. Also, trade-in program going on, the Bird Booster, which Dave has still not sent me any information on. We'll get to him. He's very busy collecting his cash from this past weekend. Bags and bags of cash, which are rumor. ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Always trust your butcher. We're back with a quick giveaway, and then we'll wrap up the first hour right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. the time on the show where we give stuff away yeah it's free and you don't have to pay a thing that's why it's free yeah all right first and foremost the winner of the roku challenge for the ebook, uh, the book on competition barbecue is swamp donkeys <laughs> barbecue who's watching on roku so that's awesome All right, uh, now you can win uh, Chris Bonemeyer giving away one each of their Code 3 Spices. That includes the Rescue Rub, the Backdraft Rub, and the Grunt Rub. $21 value before shipping, all for free tonight for you. If you put in the subject line, Mom's Recipes, Happy Mother's Day. Mom's Recipes, Happy Mother's Day. And you can win it. Code 3, the numeral 3, Code3Spices.com. Good luck.
2: Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampy. That
0: took zero time at all. Winner David. On the Code Three Spices. Well, that makes my transition out a little bit easier. Perfect. All right, I'll take it. I will take it. What did we learn this segment? Well, we learned that Tim Grant is steady kicking everybody's ass on the competition circuit. But when you're winning better, when you're winning better than 50% on the competition circuit, something is going right. And uh, obviously, he has credited that to taking what I refer to as copious notes. Copious notes and is certainly paying dividends back. Big return on investment there. He moves on to the regional round in Midwest City, Oklahoma, in October. Not soon. But many of contests uh, that will happen before then. Of course, uh, thanks to my mom for coming up. Last segment for the recipes, Connie's Corner. If you want those, email me, Greg, at thebbqcentralshow.com And reference the date May 7th. I will shoot a copy over to you, Art. We'll step away real quick. We'll reload for the second hour. You're listening to the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central radio networks. This is Jim Minion from Two Loose Crews. I'm listening to Barbecue Central.
5: From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention?
0: Happy to have you aboard here for the Really Big Barbecue Show. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to.
1: Fine, how's it going? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono, it's all about the charbono, dude. Succulent fish. What? He ate fifty-four wieners. Oh, listen, Labernie, shake
3: a I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. We have tough men working on it right now. Tough. men.
0: All right, uh, just like that, we are in the second hour. Boom! Before I get to say it, or before I forget to say it, for all the uh, ladies in the house, that are mothers, happy Mother's Day this Sunday to you, Central Aid moms. Happy Mother's Day to my lovely wife right over there. Hello, hello. Also, big ups to my firstborn, Bobby Rempe, turning 12 tomorrow. What? 12. Yikes. Maybe she'll hit a growth spurt soon. Man, 12 years old. Wow. That's something. All right, still to come tonight, Chris Bonemeyer from Code 3 Spices and the Barbecue Central radio show's own sauce and rub reviewer expert, extraordinaire Scott Roberts set to join us around 1035 on the show next week. Chef owner of Tremont 647 and my favorite reality TV show contestant ever on Hell's Kitchen. Andy Husbands joins me to talk about the new uh, burger burger book that both he and Chris Art have penned. You remember their very popular book, Wicked Good Barbecue, which was out and had critical acclaim about a year, year and a half ago. Harry DeHorse, as I had mentioned the first hour, returns to handicap the upcoming Preakness Stakes, where Orb may or may not be the favorite. You know, one of the questions I'm going to ask about him is, look, this Triple Crown is like so almost never going to happen again. Why not make it a little bit more fair? The distances are different. Keep that part. Maybe add a week or two in between the races, but everybody that ran in the Kentucky Derby now has to run in the Preakness, now has to run in the Belmont. I mean, that seems to be only fair to me because what you people don't understand is that in the next race, owners are going to be bringing in other horses that didn't run in Kentucky that are specifically the distance of this race, uh, ringers for the distance of this race. That's not fair. It's bullshit. I hate that. We'll talk to Harry about that. And then, of course, um, who, do, who else do we have coming up? Uh, Bruce Pryor is going to be talking about the Barbecue Dragon. has been getting a huge amount of press lately. I may or may not be a fan. He's going to have to swing me because I told him that I just didn't see the value in it. But he was persistent. Look, I'm a sales guy. Obviously, he's in sales, too, because he's trying to push his barbecue dragon. If you don't know what it is, Google it, BBQ Dragon uh, on the Google, which is why I said Google it, right? Not to be redundant. And also, we'll be visiting... Melissa Cookston from Yazoo's Delta Q. The lead-up to Memphis in May. So not only is it Preakness weekend, it's also Memphis in May weekend. There you go. Sam's Club series rolled into St. Charles, Missouri this past weekend. This was a local qualifier that feeds into the Midwest City, Oklahoma regional. And that takes place October 12th. Let's see here. I'm getting a Twitters from Smoky D's, I believe. I'll read that here in just a second. The top six teams moving on to the regional finals. Of course, we talked to the grand champion True Bud Barbecue. They finished with a 694.3. So uh, when we were talking about the 700 club with Dave Bosca just a little bit ago, he was 5.7 points shy. Don't let Tim take all the credit. Boyd does all the work. Oh oh now we got a fist fight. Fist now we got a fist fight, Darren. Watch out. Twitter war. Twitter war. Hashtag Twitter war. Second place, Iowa's Smokey D's barbecue with a 685. So, you know, when we're talking about the difference between, like, last week, it was, like, down to the 10,000th point. So, You're looking at roughly, what, uh, 694, almost a nine-point swing here. So Tim really laid it on the rest of the field. And we're talking about points. Uh, Getting basted was third. Gateway Drum Smokers fourth. Fifth place, Outlaw Hogs barbecue team. And rounding out the top six, moving on to that Midwest City-Oklahoma regional final, which again will take place October 12th. Our butts are smoking. I remember one time I smoked a button. Never mind. Let me see if I can't pull this up real quick. Here's a, here's gonna be, uh, here's gonna be. And um, my second language is English, by the way. I'm gonna play something for you. Hopefully it's still around. Let me see where this is. Anybody on the instant chat or listening through that emails me uh, who this person is will win something out of the Barbecue Central prize closet. I don't really dip into that for you guys too much. But I think this is important enough to at least give a try to. Let me let this load here for a second. But this is somebody who, dare I say, is well, well respected. Perhaps an icon in the industry, if you will. And I want to see if you have the ear to place him. I want to see her if, if you have your audio file ears on. Of course, it's taking forever to load, which is a pain in the ass. I'm going to move on here just for a second. Uh, Where are we at? So while that loads, did we know, what is May? Does anybody know what May is? National month? May is National Barbecue Month. Yeah, that's right. May is National Barbecue Month. You know, I don't know if, like, is it official? Is there some type of proclamation saying that, you know, May is barbecue month? This is better. I mean, what could be better than National Barbecue Month, right? This is our month. We're going to take this month. It's our month. Does anybody else know what uh, May is national month-wise? Anybody at all? Does anybody know? What else is national? Let me see here. I'm waiting for somebody on the chat room to know this piece of information like I do. Beef month. Well, pretty close. 82's barbecue. Not only is May national barbecue month, it's national masturbation month. Not kidding. This is for real. It is national masturbation month. Look. I thought every day was national masturbation. (laughs) It's not? Do we need a designated month for self-love? 30 days? Like, okay, everybody. Is it better in May than any other month? Is it? Is, what, February? You know, because it's like... Valentine's Day, wouldn't that be better for National Masturbation Month? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we need the month. It's not like anybody's breaking any laws here. You know, you're not driving drunk. You're not committing a crime. You're giving yourself a little appreciation. Do we need a month that signifies this? It almost makes it sound like if you're doing it any other month, it's bad. It's wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. Come on. I'm not kidding. So in the same month of May, we have National Barbecue Month, and we have National Masturbation. <laughs> well, this, I, I'm going to tell you this is a pisser right now because this uh, file that I wanted to have load is not loading. And this, I'm, I'm telling you, you listen. To, oh, now it's loading. Damn it! Right, hold on a second here. Let me. All right, hold on, hold on
5: puis, All
0: right. Oh, oh shit.
5: Finalement, vous aviez fait le.
0: Hold on.
5: par All
0: right. Now listen. If you can figure out who this is, I will give you a prize right out of my closet. First one in on the Instant Chat. Here we go. They are the Food and Drug Administration. Ces livres ont été
5: condamnés et brûlés, ce qui n'arrive, n'arrive pas parce souvent non, aux États-Unis. Fait. C'était mm-hmm. les pires exemples de la censure aux États-Unis. Oui, puis là, si vous faites un, un détour important par uh, William Raj, c'est bien sûr parce qu'il y a un lien avec votre rang. Personnellement, voulez... mais aussi uh, du point de vue esthétique. Me-tad. C'était un homme qui s'est consacré pour le bien de ce co-citoyen top mais qui a été mal industry. compris et condamné Listen et ça c'est un peu l'histoire uh, de mon, ma, mon, mon personnage <laughs> <Riches>. principal <laughs> l'ermite chapiquidique oui c'est ça alors sur l'île il y a en fait c'est particulier les Anybody? îles hein? on dirait que les îles c'est, c'est un endroit puis avec les personnages de votre roman c'est l'impression qu'on a que ça devient pour un roman Not un Derek microcosme Riches. parfait top men in the industry y a un peu de me. ça. Oui, même beaucoup de ça, c'est que qu'on prend refuge oh, là oh, pour échapper oh, oh. à la société. Dans le cas de l'ermite, une société qui a fait beaucoup de mal, uh, et pour Claire qui est en train no, de guérir uh, d'un cancer du sein et d'un divorce, d'un oh. divorce, et puis oh. uh, un nouveau père qui est, est, est bâton <rire> dans <rire> la <l'air rire> et oh, right. aussi d'une fille qui est très rebelle. Donc uh, oui. We
0: are out of time, and I'm going to leave that up. We're going to roll that into uh, in the next break. Literally, top men in the industry. Literally, top men in the industry. All right, we're coming back with Chris Bonamire from Code Three Spices. First of all, good night, brother. Tomorrow you wake up, you're 12 years old. <laughs> You know what I love to do, guys? Love, love to cook on my grills and smokes all year round, no matter what time of year it is. Snowing, hot, mediocre. If you have a charcoal-fired outdoor cooking appliance, I encourage you to give Kebro Cardwood Lump Charcoal a try for your next cooking session. Quite simply, one of the best-kept secrets around, used by award-winning barbecue uh, competitors and backyard warriors, just like this guy. That's right. Kebroke Hardwood Charcoal is made from natural hardwood trees without any additives. They only use high-quality wood for their charcoal, not scrap wood or any other wood, waste, or additives. This is the real charcoal that humans have made for thousands of years. And since we have left the caves and moved on to our patios and decks, why not enjoy the finer things in life like Kebroke Charcoal? All-natural hardwood charcoal performs significantly better than regular charcoal. It burns longer, it's hotter, it produces lower amounts of ash. But the taste that will impart on your food is second to none. Visit kebroak.com, that's K-E-B-R-O-A-K, to find out more about this product. They ship to all continental U.S. states through Amazon.com. Check this out. Amazon offers free shipping on all of their bags, but the most attractive option is a 40-pound bag, which typically you can get for about a dollar a pound. And that's delivered directly to your door by Amazon.com. No more hassle of dragging bags through the supermarket and getting your car full of dust or whatever it is. Just have it delivered to you. Take the day off. Have Kebroke Charcoal delivered to you. This past weekend, I grilled up some succulent, some succulent pork tenderloins with Kebroke Charcoal, and it was phenomenal. You know what the key was? Four days prior to that, I cooked chicken. It was a hot and fast cook. And I shut the... I was cooking on the bubble keg. I shut the bottom damper, shut the top damper, choked out the fuel, relit it with my weed burner, and I had plenty left over from the prior cook to cook my pork tenderloins. Thank you, Kebroke Charcoal. Thank you very much. Kebroke Charcoal is a secret of southern Miami for years, and now it's ready for the world to enjoy. Kebroke.com. Kebroke Charcoal. Get yours now k-e-b-r-o-a-k kebroke.com All right, we're coming back with Chris Bonemeyer from Co 3 Spices right after this uh, I believe that is that Steve that got Stephen Reichland? Good for you Steve not only do you get 180s and chicken you know who the French speakers are in this town. Alright we'll be back right after this stick around John Dawson, Patio O Barbecue, in, gotta be Stephen Reichlin. you're right I think Steve Carmichael got it first so. Day late, dollar short Patio bbq.com. two plugs for nothing Don't forget, coming up at 10.35 Scott Roberts will be joining us I am ill prepared here, no wait, I'm not ill prepared I got this guy set up in my skin, there so We're gonna start to give him a call here eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three Greg at the BBQ Central dot com. Don't forget that May is not only National Barbecue Month, but it is National Masturbation Month as well. Thank God. Thank God we have National Masturbation Month. What would we do without it? All right, my first guest in the second hour and myself seem to be a kindred spirit of sorts. We um have a hearty respect and appreciation for the, uh, the people that are doing emergency services, military, law enforcement, firefighters. Uh, he also happens to be a competitive barbecue cook and a rub purveyor. Let's go ahead and welcome in Chris Bonemeyer here to the show, first-timer. Chris, how are you, buddy? I'm
1: good. How are you, Dave?
0: Doing absolutely fabulous, Chris. I appreciate it. Chris, did you know that May is National Barbecue Month?
1: I did, actually.
0: Did you know that May is also National Masturbation Month? I
1: did not, but according to your show, hey. I do now know that. may
0: hey, well, I'm here to disseminate all of the proper information in a timely fashion. <laughs> all right, uh, Chris, before we get into exactly what we're doing here with the Code 3 Spices, and the website, by the way, if you want to check it out, Code, the numeral 3 Spices, Code3Spices.com, maybe a little background about yourself and how you got into the competition scene.
1: Well, we started out a couple years back. Both my partner, Mike, uh, Mike's a local police officer here in the area, and myself started competing. It's been a lot of uh, non-sanctioned backyard events, um, and we started doing really well in them. Um, And with our spices that we had, um, we decided to go ahead and through those events to go ahead and start manufacturing them. Um, The best idea behind it was that Mike had come up and said that he wanted to do something to give back to first responders in the military. So uh, we bottled it, and that became our, our new way to get back to, uh, to those great folks.
0: Chris, are you guys a team that is looking to chase down Team of the Year honors, or are you just out there to do you know a handful of events and do it a little bit more for fun and publicity?
1: We started out, we started out as, as a fun pastime, as a hobby. Um, we started this year, um, now that we've done the sanction, the, the non-sanction in the backyards, we actually joined um, the St. Louis Barbecue Society, and we're starting with uh, with some of the, the bigger events, and then we'll eventually move on to the KCBS here in the future.
0: Oh, so you haven't even actually uh, competed in any KCBS events?
1: We haven't done any KCBS. We've done non sanctioned and then the SLBS, um, but we have not done any KCBS.
0: So when you're doing like St. Louis Barbecue Society, how do you think that that differs from what the KCBS is doing?
1: I, I think the the events are not as big, but I do think it, it still follows the same rules and still follows the, the the same ethics behind it as far as the cooks go. Um, so I still think it's the the experience that we get from doing those um, is gonna is gonna help us when we when we do decide to go to KCBS.
0: Chris Bonemeyer joining me here on the show code the numeral three spices.com is the website. When you guys made the team, were you already making rub at that point and just parlay that into a business right away or when did that portion of the team take place getting into the rub business?
1: Uh, we've had the, we've had the team for a few years now. Um, it's, it's me and, and Mike and, and my buddy Jeff. We uh, we've been competing for a few years, and we've been using the same the same rub. I mean, they're all my recipes uh, that were created, and we've been using them. And you know, once the idea came up, it, you know, Mike's idea was to give back to first responders in the military, and my idea was to do it through barbecue. And you know, the best way we came about it was to was to have these spices created and and use our recipes to have them distributed.
0: So the rubs that you are using now, or the ones that you're selling now, are the ones that you, you have been using in competitions all along. Um, you know, how does one go about building, you know, a rub recipe? How many versions of, you know, a backdraft rub or a grunt rub did you go through before you said, you know what, that's one that I'm going to stick with and start using in competitions?
1: The the majority of it started with the five O rub that was our initial base rub, and we've gone through many versions of that. Um, I think early last year was really when we had decided that that's, without making any changes, that that was what we were using going forward. Um, And then from there, I made modifications to our base to either make it a rescue rub or a backdraft rub as far as heat and variety goes. Um, And since then, we've added the the grunt, which is a steak rub, and also the sea dog, which is a Cajun rub.
0: Perfect. So there's, uh, there's, is there a total of four rubs then?
1: There's a total of five.
0: Oh, five. All right. So we have the backdraft rub. There's, we have five zero. We have grunt. We have sea dogs, and I'm missing one. The rescue, rescue ah, rub. That's right. Rescue rub. Perfect. Now, are, are these now being produced like through a uh, a co packer or a commercial packer at this point?
1: Yeah, we have a manufacturer here in St. Louis that. Uh, has taken our recipes. Um, They are now mixing it, bottling it, labeling it, and we are picking it up for distribution.
0: What kind of a process? I'm always interested here, you know, from somebody that has painstakingly gone through the recipe process and quarter teaspoon of this, half cup of this or whatever, to get those recipes honed in the kitchen at your house and, and being able to really do quality control. What kind of a process was it for you, to find a company to make and bottle them for you? And were you nervous that they might start suggesting ways to change it or, you know, make it taste better for less money or, or whatever?
1: they you know, we, we spent a lot of time uh, last year. Of I sent them our recipes. They produced them. Uh, they would send me a sample, you know, whether it was a one-pound bag or a two-pound bag. I would cook for a week or two with it and, you know, tell them what changes to make Um, and we went back and forth for probably about six months um, before we finally had the exact recipe how we wanted it uh, to be bottled and uh, after that it's it's been perfect as far as quality control goes it's been perfect every single bottle we've had out
0: when you're doing that six-month process is that something that you are continually Having expenses for, or is there some type of an agreement made that it's you know they're not going to start charging you until you're one hundred percently or one hundred percent completely satisfied with the product that they're giving back to you?
1: Yeah, until until the product itself is up to the par, up to the standard that we that we want, and we want it bottled. There's there's no charge for it. It's it's a pure testing testing phase, and until they get to that, we just can. I, we continuously have to barbecue every single week until it's right.
0: So what kind of a distributorship do you have right now or, you know, what kind of pull-through do you have? Are you in brick-and-mortar stores like uh, grocery stores and specialty stores? Are you strictly online? How is that going for
1: you? Uh, we have our website, um, code 3 com. We also have 54 uh, brick-and-mortar stores um, in the St. Louis area and then we also have stores in uh Arizona, Ohio, and Indiana um that are also carrying our spices um, but we're always looking to expand that out as as we get going.
0: Where are you in at Ohio? I live in ohio uh
1: it's um I would actually have to look up the city. It's called Turk Brothers Custom Meats.
0: Wow, I have no idea Here's what the name of the store big state I'm sure it's uh if it's local, I can't wait to go uh check them out for sure. All right, so you have five rubs, you have the backdraft, you have the rescue rub, the five zero, the grunt rub, and the sea dog Tell us a little bit about the flavor profiles of each rub and, and what do you think they go best with?
1: So we, we start out with our, our 5-0 rub is our base. Um, and that's everything. I use that on uh, ribs, pork, um, shoulder. The five zero rub can basically be used on anything you want barbecue flavor. The backdraft rub is a spicier version of the 5.0 rub. So for the people that don't, you know, for the people that enjoy heat, uh, the backdraft rub is the way to go. It's got a lot of kick to it, but it's not a, uh, it's not an in-your-face hot. It's a nice low burn after, after the bite. Um, the rescue rub is what we consider an all-purpose. Um, it has not as much heat as the 5O or the backdraft. Uh, great on vegetables, great on chicken. Um, You were talking to Tim from True earlier. Arthur Aguirre with Grilling Fools actually took first place in the Sam's Club uh, last week in chicken with our rescue rub. Um, We also have our Sea Dog. That's a spicy Cajun. Um, You can do anything from seafood to down to ribs. I've done ribs with it, which were fantastic. And then finally, we have our Grunt Rub, which is our steak. It's a garlic... Little crushed red pepper, so it's got a little heat, but a lot of garlic. Um, you might compare it to a Montreal steak, but it's it's outside of that realm now that it's, you know, with the garlic and the red pepper, a uh, little
0: black pepper, too. Chris Bonemeyer joining me here on the show. Again, the website code, the numeral three spices.com, code three com. Chris, was there any thought given to making a sauce as well since you were doing all these rubs?
1: We do. Um, we have put we've put some research into sauces. Um, you know, we're a fairly new company and that we only launched in November. So we're just a little over six months old now. Um, we do have two more rubs, two to three more rubs that we'd like to launch along with um, three sauces that we will eventually get to. And that'll be, that'll be part of our product development as time goes on here.
0: So for the people that, might get their hands on your rubs. Do you have, like, specific sauce suggestions that go well with each of your rubs, or is that more of an experiment and see?
1: It's, it's kind of an experiment and see. Uh, one, one that I found that I, that I truly enjoy is Blue's Hog. Um, it's more of a, a thick sauce, but uh, either a thick sauce or you can actually water it down with a little bit of apple juice, and I think uh, that flavor profile really matches our 5 and our in uh, our rescue, pretty
0: pretty dead on. Chris Bonemeyer joining me here on the show. Uh, Chris, you have you know ties to law enforcement, military, so on. Code Three Spices is, is not just a maker of rubs, as you had alluded to here in the beginning of our interview. But you have kind of this this cause that is intertwined in the business as well, kind of giving back to those first responders. If you could, you know, maybe uh, lay it out a little bit more specifically for us and you know, what you're looking to do.
1: Yeah, my, my business partner is a police officer, um, and this was this was part of his idea of a way to give back. You know, my family's also involved in law enforcement from, you know, my sister to my brother-in-law to my dad. We're all in law enforcement. Um, and what we do is we actually take a percentage of our proceeds from every cell made, and we give it to um, organizations that support first responders in the military. Right now, our two main partners are Uh, Backstoppers, which is a local uh, regional St. Louis organization. Um, And then we also do Safe Call Now, which is a 24-hour crisis hotline out of Seattle, Washington. Um, Safe Call Now, what they do is any first responder or military that has any sort of crisis can call their hotline at any time, and a first responder that has been trained will pick up the phone and help them out. Um, we've just begun partnering with uh, Responder Rescue, which is another regional to St. Louis organization, and also the International Association of Firefighters. Um, we're doing a we're doing a program with them also.
0: All right. So, look, I mean, inherently, Chris, there's going to be skeptics that hear you know percentage of proceeds donated, uh, you know, for each sale, this, that, and the other thing. You know, how much of a sale is being donated, and how is this verified?
1: if you, if you look, let's say a typical sale off of our website is a $7 bottle. Um, you know, somewhere you're, you're looking at approximately 10%. Um, and we actually, we, we say a minimum of 10% is donated. And the reason, because any of these, um, competitions that we do where we make money, whether it's, you know, we did, um, St. Louis Barbecue Society in Smithson Illinois last weekend and any money that we made there we actually donated back to the firefight or the, the fire department that it was um, that it was helping. Mm-hmm. So we 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 say a minimum of ten percent, but we do donate whether we do a charity cook for someone or a fundraiser Um, You know, we have two different varieties of fundraisers that we do where we give back more than 10%. Um, So there's a lot of, we can't really put a number on it, but I can tell you that it's not less than 10% of all of our proceeds.
0: Chris Bonemeyer joining me here on the show, Code 3 Spices. That's code, the numeral 3spices.com is the website. Check it out, pick yourself up some rub here and help out the cause as well. Uh, Chris, if I could, let me change it up here just a bit. You know, you you aren't a team that is... You know, really in KCBS right now, uh, you're looking to to make that next step up and, and maybe, you know, look to contend for a team of the year down the road. But as you started, how did you go about building flavor profiles initially? And, you know, how has it changed from the time you started to present day?
1: Well, and this goes, everybody goes through, I think, the same things that we go through. Um, or that we went through, I mean, obviously everybody started grilling when they were young and they started cooking and they started seeing, you mentioned Stephen Reichland earlier. I mean, that's where I started. I caught his TV show in college and, and started cooking. And yep. then it's looking up recipes and it's, you know, inviting friends over and, and having everybody test it. And, you know, now that we're at the point where we're selling rubs, we're, we're taking the feedback from our customers, um, who tell us that we have a great product and and there's nothing that needs to be changed, but over the years you would try it and make it make a make an adjustment to it and then try it again and it just it's a matter of time, and I think everybody that competes or anybody that's ever made their own love understands that you have to go through those own steps before you find something that you you feel you've perfected.
0: Have you guys ever taken a barbecue class before?
1: uh no. No, neither of us actually have any any culinary training of any kind. All of our all of our barbecues has come from from our backyard or for you know from competing in these smaller events and and learning and having you know some of these some of these teams um, like Major League Grilling over at the Sam's Club that have used our stuff. We're going based on their recommendation that that it's winning and and he's he proved it two weeks in a row
0: you know a lot of teams that are looking to ramp up take these you know competition barbecue cooking classes that are offered by teams that are currently winning right now is that something that you guys you know might look into when you make that leap to KCBS or would you rather kind of make that learning curve on your own
1: no i would <laughs> i would definitely uh like to go to classes before i would i think you're you're making a mistake if you don't want to go learn from someone else i think uh going to these classes is very very crucial that making that learning curve go a lot faster than than sitting out on your own and trying to figure out what you're doing wrong.
0: Absolutely, Chris Bonemeyer is co-pitmaster of Code Three Spices and a manufacturer of the Code Three Spice rubs. Again, the website code the numeral three spices dot com. Chris, appreciate the time, man. Really uh, enjoyed the story about how you guys got going, and and I really appreciate what you're doing uh, personally. Uh, for those first responders and law enforcement, military, uh, continued success and hope to talk to you soon.
1: Thanks, Greg. We appreciate getting the word out.
0: Yeah, you got it. There he is. Chris Bonemeyer, code3spices.com. That's code the numeral 3spices.com. Pick them up. You can win some here. Oh, wait. Somebody already won some. David won code3spices. David, I want a full report. I want a full report. All right, now I've screwed up. Of course. Drive. I revised my uh, JP Custom Smoke read, but I didn't print it out because I'm an idiot. All right, look. Let me talk to you for a few minutes about uh, JP Custom Smoke. Folks, you are literally missing out on perfect scores if you aren't getting this stuff. A bold statement? Perhaps Except I have the empirical data to back it up. How about no less than two perfect chicken scores? Yes, 180s in as many weeks. You betcha. Great Plains Barbecue did it two weeks ago, and Smoking Bones BBQ did it this past weekend. What's better? The Pitmasters of Smoking Bones was telling John Patty that his chicken scores were off. Needed something new to use. John reached into his satchel of rubs and said, hey, try two bottles of this sweet heat chicken rub. Check it out. And the rest as they say is perfection history. It is painfully obvious Centralites that you are the ones who will benefit the most from buying the stuff. John has some of the most sought after rubs on the market today. It's about time you start enjoying the rewards as well. And here's what you have to choose from. As I just mentioned, JP's sweet heat chicken rub JP's custom blend for pork. Also, that brand new to the market JP Custom Smoke Beef Rub. Can't wait to get your hands on these flavors. I understand. Hit up jpcustomsmoke.com and get yourself some right now. And if you don't compete like me, this will have all the neighbors wondering how your barbecue far outshines the rest of the D-bags in the neighborhood. Guys that want to be like you, neighbor ladies... Draw your own conclusions. Uh, JP also promoting an upcoming barbecue contest. It is the Valley Center Spring Fling Barbecue. May 31st through June 1st. So that's coming up end of the month. It is filled with 100% CBJs. If you're interested in competing or learning a little bit more about this competition, contact Marcella Peterson, 316-755-7340. Again, that's 316-755-7340 or hit up the website VCKS, V as in Victor, CKS, VCKschamber.com. And a personal note, John and Tina Patty, some of the best folks on earth, let alone on the competition sort. If you're going to that next event, make sure you take the time to meet them, say hi, tell me, you hear them on the show, maybe even grab one of the John's famous bloody Marys for crying out. Loud. Fabulous. JPCustomsMoke.com will be right back right after this.
2: on the show. Let me give stuff away for nobody. That's why it's free of charge. You can win
0: stuff and I'll give it away for free. All right, you can now win. See this? True Bud barbecue t-shirt. You now have the option, opportunity I should say, not option. You have, you have the option of winning a True Bud barbecue t-shirt. Uh, if you want to learn more about the team, visit truebudbbq.com. That's true t r u e b u d truebudbbq.com. Give them a like on the Facebook as well, facebook.com/truebudbbq. slash All one word, BBQ. First one in the email with the subject line jp custom smoke true bud jp custom smoke true bud wins a t-shirt then we'll talk about size specifications all that other crap Truebudbbq.com facebook.com slash Truebud bbq friend for crying out loud good luck Eight seven seven four four eight zero four three three. Where'd he go? There he is. lost myself there. We got a winner yet? True Bud BBQ. I'm sorry, JP Custom Smoke True Bud BBQ. For your chance to win a True Bud barbecue t shirt. It's a free t shirt, for crying out loud. You don't like free t shirts? I think every t shirt in my drawer right now is a barbecue related t-shirt no big surprise of course all right well, I gotta fix this sure I got the last guy here here we go all right uh, helping me coming out of the proverbial bullpen as they say help me close out the show a monthly guest he is the show's resident barbecue rub and sauce expert we welcome back to the show Scott Roberts. Scott, how are you, buddy?
3: Fantastic. How are you, Greg?
0: I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Scott. Did you hear the brouhaha amongst who has the most trafficked website, either bbq dot about dot com or meathead site, amazingrib.com. Were you privy to that?
3: No. Uh but I know at one point one of the two sites was number one. And Do we have any, like, uh, official consensus I don't know. Consensus on it?
0: I don't know. And here's what I know the most of, which I like the best. Each one of them shows up once a month here on this show. I win no matter what. Amen to that. Just like you showing up once a month, helping me do these uh, rub and sauce reviews. If you had the the most heavily trafficked website when it came to reviewing sauces, then I would be just as happy as if you had the 50th, because we all know where mine ranks, which is nowhere. Nowhere to be found. Scott, what's happening over at scottrobertsweb.com?
3: Well, the Weekly Firecast podcast is still chugging along uh, quite well, putting out weekly podcast episodes, which people could uh, listen to either at scottrobertsweb.com or weeklyfirecast.com. And on my main blog at scottrobertsweb.com, throughout the rest of the spring and the summer, I'm having the ultimate hot sauce showdown where I had hundreds of people nominate what they thought their favorite hot sauces were. Uh-huh. We whittle it down to the top 64. So we're breaking it down bracket style. There's head-to-head matchups uh, every couple of days. People could go over there and vote on what they think is the best, and it should be a lot of fun.
0: Do you, do you foresee or could you prognosticate a winner at this point, or are we going to let the games play out, as they say?
3: Oh, it is way too wide open right now. It really, really depends. There've there been a couple of upsets. You know, there, there are a couple of uh, hot sauce companies they're just all over the web and they were able to get their armies of fans out. It's like, you know, go and vote for this. And I figured it, it, they it, the particular battles these would be would be complete landslide upsets. No, the the other sauce beat them out. I don't know what it was. Uh, maybe just legitimate uh quality of the sauce who knows
0: so is the is the contest set up where people are voting or getting their legions of fans to have the most votes to move them on or is it is it does it necessarily come down to taste
3: It could be either one obviously since it 's the internet, people could yeah, get the legions of fans to come on in droves and have it be a popularity contest. There's really no way of getting around that. Now, the polls themselves are set up to where it, by cookie and by IP address, you can only vote once. But still, I mean, you get enough of your fans to, you know, you could post on Facebook, Twitter and say, "Hey, come over here and vote." You can get definitely get enough people to kind of tilt the scales in your favor it's not scientific but it's meant to be a lot of fun all right
0: Uh, perfect and it sounds like it's going extraordinarily well with a little bit of upset so it sounds like it's almost like a a march madness in may
3: Uh, definitely definitely
0: cool all right so uh, we're talking sauces and rubs with our resident expert scott roberts you can find him at scottrobertsweb.com first thing that we have up tonight is something called the char crust southwest chipotle seasoning and if i'm not mistaken Char crust is not a new product, per se. I believe I actually see it in my Giant Eagle stores. I might have actually tried it like six or seven years ago. Um, but you know, what do you know about this particular thing, and, and how does it work for you?
3: Uh, yeah, it's definitely not a new brand. It's nationally available in a lot of supermarkets. Uh, you can just simply go to charcrust.com go to their store locator and find out where you can get this nearest to your place of residence. Uh they have a bunch of different uh flavors. This one I just wanted to try out, uh southwest chipotle, kind of, you know, along my lines as far as a good taste profile. I'm always looking for something with a little bit of spice. This, you know, uh, by the name, southwest, it might be smoky, it might be uh, th- Something that might make you think of, you know, Mexican Southwest, uh, that that kind of flavor profile. Sure. Um, one thing I have to mention right off the bat: I don't like the way it comes. It comes in this little box, and then there is a paper covered foil pouch inside. Yes, with right.
0: It's, so, it's pretty cheap, right?
3: Uh, it, it depends on uh, what you get. the The four ounce. No, well,
0: no. I, I mean, get, I mean, the packaging is pretty cheap, pretty chintzy.
3: Very. Yeah, I would have rather it come in a shaker bottle. Instead, you get this foil – paper foil pouch that you would get like a, um, a macaroni and cheese powder <laughs> stuff, that that type of thing it would come in. So you kind of have to fold that up and you know put it away in your cupboard until the next time you use it. Um, I tried this out on the, a few different things, uh, chicken, pork. It did fine. It has a very high salty content type taste. There was that smokiness I was looking for, which is good, but it just, just wasn't anything that really grabbed me. And after the cook, it just kind of lost me. About the only thing it really added was just that kind of peppery and salty flavor. Nothing too complex and nothing to really put the meat over the edge itself.
0: Was it crusty at all? Did it like add a crust that you wouldn't otherwise be able to get from just a traditional type of high-heat sear?
3: Well, you know what? I put so much uh, rub and seasoning on my meats anyway. It's almost crusty anyway. I mean, you, you know, you, you get that good bark coating. Um, uh, so so I put so much on there. Yeah, I guess you can call it a crust, but no more than perhaps any other typical seasoning that you would put on there. All right, I, mean, so I just don't what... sprinkle tiny bit on. I coated it.
0: Gotcha. How many ounces are you getting in a package and what's your price point here?
3: Uh, it comes on a four-ounce package, and it retails for about five ninety five each. And like I said, it's available at charcrust.com. Just look. If you're interested in this, just look on their store locator on the website. Not a great deal for that price, right. I would say.
0: No, I mean Maybe. it seems like uh, pretty overpriced.
3: Yeah, yeah. If they would knock it down a couple bucks, I might recommend it. I might be on the borderline. Uh now the rating I would give for this is kind of in between an oven baker and a backyard griller. About two and a half out of five. So very middle of the road product.
0: We'll, we'll make up a status tonight. We'll call it backyard oven baker. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. A backyard oven baker. I'm making an acronym. The B Y O B bring your own booze or a backyard oven baker. For Char Crust Southwest Chipotle Seasoning, that can be found at charcrust.com. Four ounces for $5.49. Uh, the next one up was. Ooh, oh, oh, hold on a second here. Ladies and gentlemen, Scott is about to review a sponsor of the show Tasty Licks Barbecue Company's Black Barts Brisket Rub. Scott, I think I can say right off the bat that this is a uh, grand champion. We move on from here, right? <laughs> No, no, go ahead, hit it.
3: I can say whatever I want about it. Of course, you can. Go ahead, worst product in the world,
0: worst ever.
3: But you know what? I'm going to be completely honest here. You know, no money, you know, no, of course not.
0: This is why I have Uh, you on. You're an independent party to the show. I mean, I don't have you on to kowtow to anything. I mean, if I'm getting paid by somebody, I mean, who cares? You, I bring you on to give me the straight dope, as the kids say.
3: Uh, now, as the name might suggest, brisket, this would be great on beef. Of course, most people, they prefer savory things on beef yep. as opposed to a lot of you know the high sugar content, honey, wh- whatever it is. And this certainly is no exception. Uh, the flavor profile, very heavy in paprika, salt, garlic, cayenne peppers. So you get that salt and spicy flavor. But you know what? It's very well-balanced, and once you get this on some meat, you get the juices from the beef melding in with this, it is damn near perfect. Really? Yes. It's a very tasty, very good product. I, I highly recommend this. It's not the, the perfect thing. I would not give this a grand champion, but it's pretty close to it. So the, uh, as far as the rating would go, I would give this a top ten call.
0: All right. Fred will be over the moon to hear that top 10 call uh, as far as, you know, what you're getting for price points and, and where can you find it?
3: Uh, you could find it at Fred's Music and uh, And I, I believe the shaker bottle is six ounces and it runs for 6 $690, dollars plus shipping. Scott, I
0: would and never I, I would market. never purposely correct you, but of course we all know that it is com at this point. Of course. You knew that. You knew it. Of course. Uh, all right. So top ten calls. So, I mean, overall, you liked it pretty good.
3: Yeah, very, very good product.
0: Cool. Now, uh, last product that we're going to be uh, reviewing tonight is something called Flaming Joe's Original Car. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? How do you say it in uh, St. Louis?
3: Uh, Caribbean, I oh, guess. All
0: right. Original Caribbean style jerk sauce. So this is conjuring up, you know, uh, places that are south, places that are warm. Flaming means hot. Jerk, typically, to me, means hot, so we might be in for a spicy ride, which you probably dig.
3: Absolutely. And, you know, not a whole lot is spoken about jerk spices in barbecue circles. I mean, occasionally it is. Uh, a lot of people, quite frankly, don't know what jerk spice, jerk seasoning, jerk rubs, jerk sauce is. And it's pretty uninitiated. It's pretty much something that is high and it's very complex, high in allspice, and it utilizes usually scotch bonnet peppers, sometimes habanero peppers, or used as a replacement. So you get a complex, a peppery, but a very aromatic feel to it. You know, Some people might use cinnamon, nutmeg, things like that in it as well. So it kind of hits your nose in a way, in addition to burning your tongue. Now, this product, Flaming Joe's, has been out for a long time, been a fan with it. Been a fan of it for years. And I just wanted to kind of give it a little bit of exposure to uh, Barbecue Central radio listeners. Mm -hmm. This is probably the best jerk style sauce that I've ever tried. It's good for people who love a lot of spice, but for people who are unfamiliar with the jerk style, it has just a very smooth, sweet, easy on a tongue kind of flavor. In addition to having the other sensations, the flavors, hit your nose, hit your mouth, hit your tongue, all at the same time, perfectly, wonderfully balanced. Really? Uh, This is something I think if you're into those kind of flavors, you should have a bottle of this in your refrigerator at all times. All times? All times, yes.
0: All right, so uh, how much is it, how much are you getting for that dollar amount, and where can you get it at?
3: It comes in a 13.75 ounce bottle, runs for $9 plus shipping, and you can get this at flamingjoes.com. Excellent deal for that price, by the way. And of course, as you can probably guess, I would give this thing a grand champion rating.
0: Doesn't really? Get any- Watch doesn't get any better than Flaming Joes Original Caribbean Style Jerk Sauce. Is it flamingjoes, like J O E S dot com? Yes flamingjoes.com uh, so as we go in reverse order getting the grand champion tonight Flaming Joe's original Caribbean jerk style sauce the uh, top 10 call goes to Tasty Lakes Barbecue Company's uh, Black Bart Brisket Rub and then the Backyard Oven Baker which we just made up tonight the Char Crust Southwest Chipotle Seasoning, uh, charcrust.com BBQ.com, and flamingojoes.com respectively uh, back in reverse order as well uh, anything else Scott you'd like to hit before I let you go tonight?
3: Uh, Be sure to jump over to scottrobertsweb.com. That's the hub for all my activities.
0: We will check you out there. Scott, always appreciate the time, and we will see you, believe it or not, we will see you in June.
3: Awesome. Can't wait.
0: Crazy. All right. There he is. Scott Roberts. Scottrobertsweb.com. I can't believe that we've had another uh, grand champion. Rarely happens uh, this many times during the course. I think we might have two or three already this year. Somebody is stepping up the products. Somebody stepping up the products. Coming up out of the break, your chance to win a Chicken Changer from GetFiredUpFoods.com. From Michael McDearman. Stick around for that. Now, we just talked about the Tasty Licks Barbecue Black Bart Rub, right? Yeah, we did. Let me talk to you quickly about the rest of Tasty Licks Barbecue Supply. trusted online retailer, a longtime sponsor of the show, as I said time and time again. I just spoke with Fred a week ago, and he wanted me to make sure I get this out to all of you. Tasty Licks now carries Kamado Joe Cookers, Meadow Creek Cookers, spices, sauces, accessories. Much of these items are in stock and ready to ship to you directly. Have you ever been looking for Oak Ridge brines and rubs? Have you ever been looking for the complete line of plowboys rubs and sauces how about the smoke on wheels products tasty looks has them all and of course you know by now the tasty looks barbecue is your big green egg headquarters including many items for the egg that you can't get anywhere else and these big green item parts are in stock at tastylicksbbq.com also tasty looks barbecue supply now carrying harry sue's chicken rub This particular rub is the same one that helped him win eight grand championships last year, as well as the KCBS Team of the Year in chicken category, and George crying out loud. Got to pick some of that up. Maybe you're looking for injections. Tasty Licks Barbecue carries all the heavy hitters here as well. Butcher's Barbecue, Cosmos-Q, every type of barbecue guru accessory. Tasty Licks is a green mountain grill pellet dealer. And as Fred says right here on this show, they provide classes to the public as well. Fred teaches some, but he also brings in some of the top pitmasters around the country to teach at his facility in Shillington, Pennsylvania. Attention teams. Tasty Licks is your competition headquarters as well. All supplies for competition teams. Pans in different sizes. Aluminum trays, gloves, thermometers, turn-in boxes for your practice. This is your one-stop shop. Tasty Licks. BBQ.com is the place to go. So head on over there right now. Enjoy the videos that Fred puts up on his page. There's literally 10,000 videos of Fred doing all sorts of cooking it's awesome when you order drop fred a line that you heard about him here right on this show let him know that his support does not go unnoticed and that it is appreciated tastylicksbbq.com that's tastylicksbbq.com your chance to win a chicken changer coming up here in two seconds stick around we'll be right back
3: We give stuff away.
0: People give us stuff on the show to give away. No money for you. That's why it's free. Send an email Email. on its It's way when I tell you to. That's right. That's why we give stuff stuff away. away. Oh, every time I hear that, I wonder why the hell I did it you right, getting your chance to win a chicken changer from Get Fired Up Foods. GetFiredUpFoods.com is the website. Michael McGearman giving one away to a lucky winner tonight. All you have to do is send me an email into the subject line, Scott Roberts, Butt Burn. Scott Roberts, Butt Burn. Sounds homoerotic is not for your chance to win a chicken changer from GetFiredUpFoods.com, thanks to McDee, better known as Michael McDermott, for giving one of these away to a lucky winner. Stick around. We'll be right back.
2: Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio, you're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey.
0: Right, we are back 877-448-0433 greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. just wrapping up here uh, winning the chicken changer tonight Adam Hawthorne winner gotta love that well I, I suppose I should double check that I guess yeah Adam Hawthorne wins that Got to have your fat fingers ready, folks. Absolutely. And he will win it. Adam, uh, shipping info, buddy. And I will get that over to McD, and you will have a chicken changer on its way. Just that simple. Winning stuff here right on the show because we love you for listening, and I want to make sure I'm giving back to my loyal centralites. All right, so um, lots of great stuff happening here on the show tonight, and uh, I would love to do an in-depth recap. We just don't have the time. Sorry. Alright, we will wrap up. Congratulations to Swamp Donkeys Barbecue for winning the ebook from Hot Grill on Grill Action, the barbecue on competition, or the book on competition barbecue. You can pick yours up at BBQRevolution.com. That's bbqrevolution.com. Also, David won the Code 3 Spice. That includes the rescue rub, the backdraft rub, the grunt rub, all that great stuff. Code 3, the numeral three, code 3spices.com. Nobody won the True Bud t-shirt. What the hell happened there? Nobody wants the uh, True Bud t-shirt? I'll give that away on the Twitters. Also, uh, Adam Hawthorne just won the chicken changer from GetFiredUpFoods.com. Thanks to uh, Michael McGeerman for that as well. All right. Uh, If you have a raw cast iron, after you're done. Do a little burn-off, hit it with a little grill brush, and as it starts to cool back down, a little Pam, a little Crisco, let it burn back in, season it each and every time. Generations of rust-free service. September 11, 2001. I will never forget. Jam-packed show next week already. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.